Hi, and welcome to this episode of the RCVS podcast. I'm Anna Feeney, a member of the communications team here at the college, and this week I got a chance to talk to Shauna McIntyre, one of our postgraduate development phase deans. She graduated from Glasgow University in 2006 and recently joined the University of Surrey as a teaching fellow, and here she talks to us about how to get the most out of the PDP. Oh, hi, Shauna. Thanks so much for joining us. And so, um, can you just please tell us a little bit about your role as a postgraduate dean? So, I started about 18 months ago as a PDP dean, and the purpose of this really is for there's a group of us within the RCVS that work as sort of mentors. We sort of oversee the new graduates as they go to, to finish their PDP during that sort of first year, 18 months of practice. And what we're really there to do is signpost them to the best ways to complete the programme, provide them with a little bit of information and, and some feedback on how we feel they're getting on, how we feel they're reflecting upon their work and actually just helping them go through the process and, and complete it. I think the benefit of the programme is it's really trying to provide new graduates with something to use as a kind of reflective learning journey. So it takes them through that first year or so after practice gives them something to kind of compare their progress to, allowing them to benchmark themselves against where we kind of expect them to be at the year 18 month kind of mark, but also lets them have a look at something that they can compare. You know, if they look back in six months later and say, well, actually, you know, I really wasn't very good or confident at that, and now I am. And we're just there to try and sort of signpost them and guide them through that process, really. So it can be quite a reassuring thing that you can look back and say, this is where I've come and what I've gained. I think so. I mean, I think it's really frightening going out into practice sometimes and people feel quite anxious about what's expected of them. And I think the point of setting up the PDP process was to allow both employers and new graduates to have some sort of idea of what we expected them and when, so that they're not, you know, thrust into the deep end and expected to do things that may be well beyond their capabilities. But it also allows them just to have a sort of mental checklist of how they're progressing and, and what, what they can do to improve. And, and again, yeah, looking back on how much they've done, when you've had the worst day in your life and your bitch space bled out, you can look back and say, well, actually, I've come really far in all of these other things and I, and I have progressed pretty well. That's great. So as you say, this will be the first time that people have done this, it'll be quite new to them. Do you have any kind of general advice on how they can get the most out of the PDP? Yeah, I mean, I think at universities we teach a lot of vet students about reflection and things, but sometimes when you get into practice, you just, you're so panicked and busy with your work schedule, you kind of forget about the basic principles of it. So it is about reflection. So I think it's really great if, if graduates can maybe take time every week and just sit down and think about what cases they've seen, fill in their case log of what they've seen, what they've done, and then just take a few minutes to reflect upon some big cases from the week. Think about, you know, what was the case involving? What did they do? Did it go well? Did it not go well? What have they maybe learned from doing that case? And then what are they maybe going to change moving forward to help improve themselves? And just writing short notes on that. But you really get the best out of it if you do it every week or every other week and you do it as you go along because then it's really a learning journey. The graduates, I think, that get the least out of it are the ones that forget about it and then try and fill it all in at the end. And then it, it becomes a little bit less relevant to how they've actually progressed because they're only writing about how they feel they are at that moment in time and they can't really see their progression at all. Absolutely. And in, as you say, it's a kind of collaborative process as well. That it's just, you involve your colleagues and the people that you work with. I mean, do you have any advice on getting people involved when they might be incredibly busy, have a lot of this kind Yeah, of I mean, I think the whole thing about the veterinary profession is we're all sort of destined to teach somebody else. You know, we're all kind of passing our knowledge down in practice. And that's just the way the profession works. So 
it's really important for new graduates to have someone in the practice that they can go to and they can ask. And we do sort of ask them to nominate a mentor. And sometimes that doesn't need to be their boss. Sometimes the best mentors are actually the people who maybe did their PDP two, three, four, five years ago and are, are actually relatively new to the profession, but still understand what the new graduates might be feeling, you know, how stressed they are, how worried they are. And so when I used to mentor new graduates, I really tried to sort of say, well, let's sit down once a month. Let's have a look at where you are have a chat about what you're worried about, what you're not worried about, and then even start to think about, is there any way we can sort of get you case exposure in the things you're not great at? So can we, you know, put your name down to some surgeries that you're a bit unsure about and I can be with you and, you know, watch from behind the door or whatever you need? Um, you know, or are there certain ways we can change the rota about a bit so you can get more exposure? So I think it is the responsibility of both sides, but the graduate really needs to be quite proactive in going to whoever it is in the practice they have a good relationship with and saying, look, can you just have a look at this for me? How do you feel I'm getting on? I'm really worried about this area. Is there any way I can get more experience in it? And kind of try and work together to get them the best, the best out of it, really. Right, so it can often be quite a personality click thing as well, as in not going for the most senior person. I, I think so. And quite often, you know, bosses can be really busy and I think sometimes new graduates worry about admitting to their bosses that they're anxious about something or that they don't feel that confident and so it doesn't need to be the most experienced person in the practice it just needs to be someone more experienced with them that they get on well with and that they can share their frustrations and worries and anxieties and that they can have a conversation about their progress with and as long as that person is happy to mentor them and teach them then that's all we really ask and sometimes it's better for the new graduate to actually choose someone they're comfortable with than be nominated someone in the practice that they may be would be a bit unsure about working with. Absolutely, and, and we also get questions from people who are going into internships rather than going straight into a general practice, and they often have some difficulty actually getting the general overview that the people yeah. can ask for. Do you have any kind of advice for them on how they can fill this? So there's a lot of people that go into quite specialist internships, mm -hmm. and they're on quite a kind of structured program, so they maybe have a structured mentor and the things that they have to do. But it can be quite a limited programme, so they may not always get all of the list of sort of year one competencies that a general practitioner might do. Now, it's really important at this point to highlight the communication with the PDP deans, because if we don't know that a graduate's going into that, then we won't understand that they're not able to fill everything in, and it becomes quite difficult to kind of gauge their progress. So if you are going into an internship or something, you have to tell your PDP dean to start with so that they can then advise you appropriately. And there's many bits of the PDP you will be able to fill in, but what a lot of people in internships do is actually fill in as much as they can and then maybe once they're finished their internship and are moving into practice, then go on to complete the rest of it. I mean, you do have three years to complete it, so if you can't get it all done in that first year because of a very specific job, that's fine, but we just need to know about it. And I think... That maybe highlights actually a really important point that we should have sort of come to is that communication with the PDP deans is the most important thing that you can do. So we all send out a welcome email with our contact information and information about how to complete the PDP. But I think a lot of people still maybe don't quite know what they're doing and so then don't engage with it. But actually, if you just email us, you know, we're quite nice people. And um, if you email us and say, look, I'm really not sure. Can you help me? We're more than happy to give you some tips and speak to you. I've spoken to graduates on the phone who've been really anxious about things. You know, we're generally quite happy to engage. 
But if you don't contact us, we don't know there's a problem. So it's just about communication, really. That's the main thing. Right, and you're very open to phone calls as well as emails. Yeah, most days. I mean, the the contact button within the system allows you to email us. But then if there are lots of worries or you're concerned about it, then you can speak to your dean about whether they're happy to speak to you on the phone. And I've certainly done that with graduates who've got a massive list of questions and they just think, I can't possibly email you all this. And sometimes it can be sorted out you know, quick 10, 15 minute phone calls. So, you know, we're all happy to sort of oblige as long as we know. But if we've not heard from you, we don't know if you're worried or not. So (laughs) that's great. So it's always about just in keeping the mind open and letting it be an evolving process. Yeah, absolutely. And, And, you know, I think it can be quite a strange situation because you are in contact with someone over email. And so it can be quite lonely if we're emailing you, how are you doing? How's the PDP? And no one answers. It can be quite a strange situation. So you know, just ping us an email back, let us know what you're doing. And if it is a case of saying, look, I'm really busy, but I'll get back to it. At least we've opened that channel and we know what you're doing. That's great. And is there anything kind of in the pipeline for the PDP? Anything coming up? Yeah, so um, at the moment, the BSABA and the Royal College are doing a kind of joint collaborative research project um, just to see sort of the impact of the PDP, how, how graduates perceive it. And what we're really trying to work out is how can we engage the graduates with it? How can we make it more accessible? And how can we, you know, make it as easy as possible a process to go through while getting the best learning experience out of it? So that's in the pipeline. And the BSAVA already have, alongside the Royal College, quite a lot of information online. There was a, a post went out last week about some new PDP-related sort of CPD on the BSAVA website. So, <clears throat> you know, they're already quite engaged with putting things online and providing information for graduates. And then I think aspirationally, we would like to work with the universities to try and have someone almost as a sort of ambassador to kind of promote the PDP within the universities and, and just make sure that we've got that kind of holistic approach where the students coming out of university know about it. And also then that the employers know about it, you know, and trying to engage with some of the bigger employers and let them know why it's important and maybe integrate it in with their graduate training programs and things like that as well. Yeah, it'd be great to hopefully encourage practices to be more open to the idea of employing new graduates rather than... Sure, yeah. And I have spoken with some of the big employers. I do some... um, some coaching days with the bigger employers, just chatting to um, employers about why it's important to engage new graduates with the PDP and how they can build it in with their graduate training programs and kind of make it a cohesive structure. And it sounds like you're really quite passionate about this. Is there a kind of one particular aspect that you really love about being a dean? I think the reason I got into it was because I, you know, I'd come to be sort of 10 or 11 years out and I realised that new graduates were still having the same kind of struggles that I did. And I just really wanted to be able to provide a bit of help, pass on my experience and, you know, let them know that there is help out there. There are people willing to support them. And it's really great to hear how these new graduates get on. And some of them work in amazing places and the stories you get, the things they do are really incredible. And I think it's just, I get a lot of satisfaction from trying to help the the progression of the profession really and and getting our new graduates to be in the best state that they can and I just think it's quite important that once you get to a certain stage in your career you kind of do something to give a little bit back so that's really what I what I like doing it for. Sounds like a really exciting role thank you so much for talking to us about it. You're very welcome thanks for having me. Thank you. Thanks. That's it for this week's podcast you can find us on Podbean or iTunes so please do subscribe to hear more from inside the RCVS.